Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 2016. This is Frank talking about Step 4. My name's Frank, I'm a recovering, recovering alcoholic and I'm clean and sober today. Hi Frank. Firstly, uh, I guess on behalf of the rehab I'd like to thank the Heidelberg group for having us. I know it costs a bit uh, to set up one of these events and I know that um, you know all the work involved for this so we thank you very much. Uh, I'd also like to thank you guys personally. Uh, it's a real privilege and an honour to be up here. If someone would have told me like four years ago I'd be speaking at an event like this, I would have thought they were off their heads, you know. <laughs> uh, but I guess for me, right, um, you know, I just, I don't know, you know, um, there's nothing special about me or the fact that I'm up here. I guess the only thing special about me is that I have a relationship with God, that's it. Um, when Trish called me and asked me if I'd like to speak here, two things crossed my mind. Uh, what step and for how long? And when she told me step four, I thought, really, step four? <laughs> Shit, you know, I'm going to have to hang my dirty laundry out for everyone to see. And particularly now, since I've got, I brought the rehab group out here and I'm supposed to be some sort of role model. And... Uh, <laughs> And step four is not a pretty step, you know, it's not role model material, uh, and, and I'm, so I'm just going to say what uh, God wants me to say. Uh, I'm not an intellectual type of guy, uh, I'm not here to break down the steps and give you a, a blow-by-blow description on what I did on step four, I think Christine and Dave do a fantastic job of that. Um, you know, my second sponsor told me that there's many ways you can do a step four, but the most important thing is that you do it. Um, I'm also not going to go into my story and why I'm here. Uh, obviously, if I'm on step four, I've identified as an alcoholic and I'm willing to turn my will and my life over to a higher power. Um, yeah, so um, I guess for me, uh, it's about sharing my experience, strength and hope on this step. So for me, step four was liberating. And I mean that in the most sincere way. Before I did this step, I had no idea how sick I was and how trapped I was by my own thinking. I, um, I discovered in this step that I was selfish and I was self-centered and I was driven by fear. And I seen that nearly everything that I did was to please you and to make you think that I was this nice guy that had his shit together. I was so caught up in what other people thought of me than I thought of myself. And you know, I was just so scared of not being perfect. Uh, and I just couldn't see it because the ego in me uh, loved the attention. I was um, so scared of you know, not being good enough. And um, I guess for me, uh, with, with doing this, I started to see my blocks and I started to see uh, that my judgments towards you and myself uh, was blocking me off. And so, hmm, so a bit nervous and standing up here. Uh, yeah, so I started to see that my I was blocked off from you guys, and um, 
you know, if I wanted to stay, if I wanted to stop drinking, uh, I had to, like, start doing this stuff. And, you know, I was... I guess for me, I had to see what was going on deep down inside. And through doing a fourth step, I found I was judgmental, that I judged the hell out of everything and everybody. Uh, I judge you on the, the way you walked, how you talked, how you looked, how you dressed, whatever, you know. And the worst part about it is I, I didn't have to know you to judge you. Now I just assume if you were better than me, you were stuck up, and if you were worse than me, there was something seriously wrong with you, and that's how I was. I found I was a lot more judgmental on myself than I was on you, and um, you know it wasn't until I did a fourth step where I started to see that stuff. Uh, I came to realize that uh, I was carrying so much blame so much guilt and shame and um, hmm. see I, I, before I go on I want to give you a quick snapshot of where I come from I come from a um, I was brought up uh, surrounded by violence and if you had a if you had a problem it was quickly sorted out so I learned not to have problems I learned to keep my mouth shut and, and uh, pretend that everything was okay. And I didn't realize that I was being driven by my fear, that, um, that all those things, you know, if there's no problems, then there's no problems. And I, I guess in time, all that stuff would catch up to me. See, if you live like that, uh, eventually you snap and all that repressed anger all those resentments you know they come out in other ways and for me excuse my language I just don't give a fuck about anything uh, jobs money relationships whatever you can think of I just don't care you know, and in the end, I hated myself, uh, I hated my life, and I hated everyone in it. Through the fourth step, I found that this poor me victim mentality was a form of self-centeredness. Uh, it was all about me. You know, everything was about me, and I, and I came to realise that uh, I was suffered from personal importance or, as we know in the room, self-obsession. You know, that me, me, me stuff. It's all about me. What about me? And, um, you know, uh, in order for me to be free, I needed to become aware of that. See, if anyone who hasn't done a proper step one is confused about all this stuff, uh, and wondering what the point of all this is, uh, everything, my whole life and how I viewed it was always driving me back to unhappiness and ultimately always drove me back to drinking and drugging. Uh, see, my life was built on lies. I only saw what I wanted to see. I took or spent a lot of time taking your inventory 
uh, rather than take, taking the time to look at, I was going to say my part, but my mistakes. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll, sure I wasn't as selfish and as angry and bad as some people that I knew, but this step wasn't about them. Uh, this was about me. What did I do? Where was I at fault? And as I started to look deeper into the way that I tr treated other people, uh, I did. I started to see my blocks and I started to see where they were coming from. And I started to see the truth about me, uh, that my behaviours, even though they looked good on the outside, was an attempt uh, to snatch everything that I could get out of you uh, and the world. Yeah. And I had to get honest about that. I had to admit, like the big book says, uh, that even though I was kind, considerate, patient, generous, and self-sacrificing, I was also mean, egotistical, selfish, and dishonest. Yeah. Now, wonder, like, it always, like, I had no idea how my actions made others retaliate and how all this stuff was creating disharmony in my life. And I had to get honest about that, you know. No wonder I always went back to drinking and drugging. You know, no wonder it always seemed like I was pushing shit uphill. A uh, classic uh, victim of the delusion that I could wrest satisfaction and happiness out of this world if only I managed well. And, you know, I had to stop lying to myself. I had to get real uh, that my life, the way I was running it, was, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my life, the way that I was running it was like completely stuffed. And um, I knew I wasn't going to be able to wing this and that I needed help, that I needed a sponsor and I needed to start working through this program. Now you're probably wondering when I'm going to start getting to the liberating part of the step uh, because I know it's all sounded like a bit of a whipping session and, and it's true uh, but my experience has been that uh, I had to become aware of this stuff and I had to see where it was coming from that, uh, that my drinking, uh, my drug taking and my gambling was a cover up to the real problem. See, drinking wasn't my problem. Uh, drugging wasn't my problem. Gambling wasn't my problem. They were my solutions to the problem. And, uh, you know, in order for me to be free, I needed to be aware of that and I needed to see how that stuff was controlling my mind. Uh, step four for me was like going into a desert and facing my demons. Uh, I've seen um, that my negative emotions thrived on suffering and drama. Uh, that my biggest fear was just being myself. Uh, that I was being held back by my own self-limiting fear-based beliefs, or as they say in rehabs, my self-defeating beliefs. Now, believe it or not, I didn't choose to be like that. I didn't choose to have those beliefs. Uh, I only did what I thought was best at the time, what I knew from how I was brought up. 
And what I learned is that I was human, that I have self-esteem issues, that I'm scared of losing shit, uh, that I have problems in, with relationships. And yeah, I... And the weird thing about the, this whole thing is uh, I'd been in and out of uh, meetings for over 10 years, you know, and you'd think that in all this time, maybe even after a year, that I would have heard this stuff, you know. And I, was, um, I was looking the other day, I've got an old big book from 2009, and, uh, well, it's old to me. <laughs> and I'd, I'd highlighted certain paragraphs and I'd written notes on the side of the pages. And I was there the other day and I was looking at, at, at the book and I'd written on it, my problem is in my thinking. A year later, I'd, I'd drink again. See, I knew the problem was in my thinking. I must have. I wrote it down. <laughs> See, for me, this, um, and I heard this at a meeting the other day from a guy called Marcus who got it from, like, another guy. So everything that I've learned, I've learned from Alcoholics Anonymous, and, um, and it's relevant to what I'm saying, and so I'm going to use it, you know. Uh, he said, you know, my head was so far up my ass that all I saw was shit. <laughs> See, until I'd, um, until I'd got honest and uh, with my step four, I would continue to delude myself. You know, for me, this hasn't been uh, an intellectual exercise. This wasn't about crossing the, the T's and dotting the I's. This wasn't, uh, you know, I'm not doing this to be a good guy or to get any recognition. Uh, I'm doing this to stay sober, that's it. Uh, step one, I can't stop drinking. You know, I've tried almost everything and I found that I lacked the power. Step two, uh, I needed a power to help me. And I, and I found that in these rooms. You guys were staying sober. Uh, step three, thank you. Step three, I, I made a decision to turn my will and my life over to power I didn't understand. Here I had to make a decision. Do I keep going on the way that I'm going or do I try something new? And like Dave said, step four, following on from that decision. Uh, exactly what Dave was saying. If I've completed step three, I should be straight on to inventory, you know, writing. Now, just to sort of wrap this up, uh, and I should have said this at the beginning, it's really difficult to share on step four without, you know, including the other steps because one sort of leads on to the next. Uh, in and of itself, for me anyway, step four is useless. It's a painful step and you don't want to be stuck in it. You want to move on. That's why the other steps are so important. Like step one, 
I'm powerless over my defects and I need a power greater than myself to remove them. Am I, am I perfect? Far from it. You know, I make mistakes. Uh, the saints, saints anonymous, you know, but um, I'm willing to grow. Uh, that's what this is about for me, progress, not perfection. I know today I'm a better man than what I was, and it's been this program that has changed my life. Uh, today, my life has never been better, and that's God's honest truth. Uh, to any of the newcomers out there, look around. This room is filled with miracles. People whose lives have been changed for the better by this program. So hang in there. You know, um, don't give up and stay with us. I'm also saying that to myself. <laughs> Currently, I have a new sponsor and, and I'm working through the program. I'm doing the steps again. Uh, I'm doing my best. You know, I'm putting one foot in front of the other and I'm trying to do the next right thing. Will things change? Unavoidably so. This is a... Um, one day at a time program. But if I know if I keep doing this stuff, I'll be safe. Uh, I think that's all I've got. And um, I wish everyone here the best and thanks for listening. Information about the annual Melbourne AA Steps Weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au. Thanks for letting us share.